Guys, quick announcement before we get into the main show. Uh, John and I just wanted to let you know that Mike and John at the movies are now a part of the Wabam Entertainment podcast family. If you're listening to the show, I highly recommend you check out wabamentertainment.com. Our our editor-in-chief, Landon Bill, uh, welcomed us into their podcast lineup. And so he's been on the show before. We love him. Great guy. Yeah, so check out the other shows, uh, like the Amateur Otaku Podcast, the Fanboy, Hops and Box Office Flops, the Chatter After, and of course, the Wabam Entertainment Podcast. Check out wabamentertainment.com. All the podcasts are going to be there. You might be listening to us on wabamentertainment.com right now. So, again, check out the other shows. Check them, check them out. All right. Cue the music. Hey guys, welcome back to Mike and John at the Movies, the podcast for cinephiles by cinephiles. I'm your host, Michael Thomas. Joining me as always is my friend, John Matthews, my co-host. Today we're talking about Godzilla versus Kong. John, how, first of all, how are you today? And what are your thoughts on the MonsterVerse? It's like our the third big you know, cinematic universe we have going on right now. Uh, one of those is the Dark Universe, right? Of course, the Dark Universe, and of course, the DC Extended Universe. Yeah, yeah, those are the the other two. Right, gotcha. Um, I am good. How are you? I'm doing okay. We got to see the the gecko and the monkey fight it out a bit. <laughs> thick boy versus thick boy. What were your thoughts on, I guess, uh, the other movies in the series, like Godzilla? Godzilla, um, is it? King, King of the, the Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. Which yep. is weird because his name is Gut anyway. <laughs> and of course, uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. So uh, the original Godzilla um, back in 2014 with Brian Cranston, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Elizabeth Holton, etc. Uh, I like really, really dug. I know it has people that don't like it because it tries to hide Godzilla for a long time and um and everything but i kind of liked that i thought it was uh, i liked the slow reveal i thought it was more um rewarding once you finally got to see him um and i thought the the end fight and stuff um at the end of that film um was a good payoff for all the build-up um and you know i know some people are disappointed brian cranston bit the dust early in the film but um honestly at the time i wasn't expecting um him to uh fight the bullet so early into the movie so i thought that was kind of a a good little surprise i guess Um, i'm with you there um i thought it was a decent twist i think the problem for me with that movie is that i just don't think aaron taylor johnson's character is that interesting no (laughs) and so Uh, it's like he really had no use i guess in the movie and that's something that we'll talk about with this movie as well it's just it's, we shoehorn human characters into the story which i get mm-hmm. it godzilla doesn't talk mm-hmm. but i at least need to know what they're doing and with brian cranston like he's a scientist and all that stuff i at least get him mm-hmm. aaron taylor johnson wasn't really that so it was kind of weird how we kept following his character yeah but i agree with you though how we 
they hid Godzilla. It made him more of a mystery. We didn't yeah. know exactly what he looked like. And so when we finally get that big reveal towards the end of the film, it mm-hmm. really hits for me. And some people just want to see giant fights. But I think in a monster movie like this, where, again, the monsters, they have no dialogue. So mm-hmm. building up to it, I think, is more impactful and more memorable than if we just start with the movie and we see Godzilla just tearing crap up, you know? Yeah, and I I love the Halo jump sequence because... Um... Obviously, you get the uh, POV of Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, and you only get a glimpse of like the back of Godzilla and stuff. And yeah. I thought that that was so effective, and uh, I thought the scene was all the more uh, suspenseful and stuff for not showing him all that much. Sure, for sure. Um, as for King and the Monsters, uh, I think it's enjoyable. Um, you know, it delivers a little bit more of the um the action um it gets right to it in terms of showing godzilla there's no <laughs> um slow burn here um but i kind of thought the human characters in that one um were really lame <laughs> i'm gonna uh, be real with you and mm-hmm. you know maybe i'm wrong but it felt like godzilla showed up even later in that story probably because the human characters were worse <laughs> oh <laughs> and so it felt like it took even longer yeah, I know he shows up like at least within the first twenty minutes. I I remember looking at the clock yeah. and uh, when I had watched it before um, at home. But yeah, it's it's an enjoyable movie, but I think it's very flawed. Like I said, the human characters kind of suck um, and everything. The monster stuff's fine. Um, that's not the issue with the movie. It's more just kind of the human characters dragging the movie down considerably. What do you think of that one? I. I'm exactly the same. I actually like that one less than the than the Godzilla from 2014. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I guess I'm not a big MonsterVerse fan in the sense that I'm just here to watch Godzilla fight other monsters. Mm-hmm. And so by having those human characters be that flat, mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't matter because especially with franchise films like this, like I know Godzilla's gonna win. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So there's really no stakes to the fight because we know we got to get to the movie we're talking about today. Yeah. And so if I have no connection with anybody else in the story, it it's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah, looking certainly. movie. But yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And then um, speaking of pretty looking movies, Kong Skull Island, uh, I think that movie is a lot of fun. Uh, I know some people think the the Vietnam kind of uh with the soundtrack and everything too that's kind of a little on the nose mm-hmm. um it, it very much is trying to like um like take off after apocalypse now a little bit in terms oh, of the obviously cin- <laughs> yeah the cinematography and everything even down to like the marketing like the posters and stuff um so I thought it was a little on the nose, and um, again, some of the human characters aren't all that great, but they are better there than they are uh, in King of the Monsters. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with, um, not that King of the Monsters had a bad cast, I mean, you had Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown, uh, Vera Famiga, um, among others, but um, uh, Ken Watanabe, too, of course, um, but uh, I think a lot of Kong Skull Island, uh, liking the characters more, it was just that it had, um, you know, a really big cast of John Goodman, Sam Jackson, um, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, etc. Um, 
So I I enjoy that movie. I think it is also flawed. Um, again, some of the maybe tries a little bit too hard to be like showy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was an enjoyable movie, and uh, I really liked um, as far as the human characters go. I really liked uh, John C. Riley's character in that film. Yeah, um, I thought he was very. He had um, his character had a lot of heart, and he was also um, funny. So I um, enjoyed his character and uh, the Kong stuff. Um, the visuals were great, and uh, the action was pretty solid too. Um, not a great movie, but it's one that I'm entertained by. Personally, I'd rank home the original uh, 2014 Godzilla, um, and then Skull Island, and then King of the Monsters. Yeah, so I would actually go uh, Skull Island, Godzilla. And then King of the Monsters. Okay. Uh, Skull Island is just stupid fun to me. I I don't know why. I enjoy Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson being discount Nathan Drake and Elena. (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially what they are. And it's like, it's dumb. I know it's dumb. But I still enjoy it. And I like the action in that movie more. I think I like the setting more. I think I just like the setting of Skull Island Mm -hmm. uh, more compared to the other films we've gotten. Mm -hmm. And that's another element that I really enjoyed in... uh, Godzilla versus Kong too is just seeing uh, this sort of otherworldly environment, not just us destroying Asia or someplace. <laughs> right. Um, that's not a knock on the Godzilla movies. I I enjoy those as well. They're all big, dumb, fun blockbusters in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think rewatchability, I would have to give it to Kong for me personally. Yeah, and uh, 2014 Godzilla, um, I think, is considerably the most serious out of all of them. <laughs> I I agree, and part part of me loves that, and another part of me is like, it's a Godzilla movie. Let's have a little more fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I appreciate that they did go for the serious tone, but yeah, sometimes you just want to see the monsters tear crap up. <laughs> yeah, so um, so that leads us to uh, Godzilla versus Kong. What did you think of it? Yeah, so spoiler free thoughts for this part of the conversation at least um oh spoiler alert godzilla and kong fight let them fight (laughs) (laughs) uh so for this movie i enjoyed it i didn't love it it comes it runs to the same problems i had with king of the monsters and the human element didn't didn't work for me it just Mm -hmm. didn't do it for me even though the cast is great like Alexander Skarsgård and Millie Bobby Brown and, you know, Rebecca Hall. They're great with what Mm -hmm. they're given, but I don't think they're given enough to do, at least enough meaningful things to do in the story. Mm -hmm. And I don't like how they handled Godzilla. (laughs) That's just me personally. Okay. Um, Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, I do think the characters, the human characters were more interesting here uh, than they were in King of the Monsters. Uh, I particularly liked the little girl. Yeah. Um, I thought she was the highlight of the human cast. Um, and by the way, I was just going to point out, it's kind of a, a random thing, but I feel like Millie Bobby Brown is aging quick. Like she's growing up fast. <laughs> um, Stranger things, they're going to be in college in season four. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, holy cow, she's growing up. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed the human characters a little bit more, but I still didn't think they were, 
you know, that great. Um, but again, I don't really see these movies, especially this one in particular, for the human characters. I'm here for uh, two thick boys duking it out. <laughs> so I mentioned how I didn't really care for how they handled Godzilla. What were your thoughts on what they did with Godzilla and Kong in this movie? I don't really care for the portrayal of either of them, <laughs> which we'll go into detail later in the spoiler section, obviously, but I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. It just didn't click for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I wasn't like, um, I guess I wasn't disappointed or mm-hmm. let down by the way they portrayed either of them. Um, didn't really bother me personally. Um, but it was one of those things where I just turned my brain off and I enjoyed the fights and it's like, yeah, maybe some of the things they did are a little bit out of character, but like, holy cow, they're fighting and this is amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> so what were, before coming into this movie, were you on a team Godzilla or a team Kong? What yes. team were you on? Team Godzilla. Same. Dang it. I uh, wish you were on team Kong. This would have made an interesting debate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as somebody on team Godzilla, uh, Were you satisfied? Without spoilers, yeah. Okay. Because last time this happened, um, Team Iron Man kind of walked away crying like a little baby after Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of folks I know who were Team Kong uh, still really enjoyed this movie. And it's uh, like, I think that that means they hit the right balance for most people, even though it didn't really work for me. I appreciate that most people are going to walk away enjoying this one. And mm-hmm. looking at the success it's ha- having at the box office, it's incredible, especially, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah, it's uh, it's encouraging for, um, you know, the future of movie theaters and stuff, for sure. It's um, it's kind of uh, a beacon of beacon of hope. It's, uh, it's showing there's a little bit of light that there is, um, that we could, once we get out of this pandemic, that movies can uh, do really well again. You know, this one's doing really well in the pandemic, so it's, um, you know, it's encouraging. It's good to see. Yeah, I posted on Twitter a couple days ago, like, the OGs had to come back and save cinema. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, it's only fitting it's Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah, I mean, I mean really, um, though, I, I mean, I watched this screener on my computer but this is a movie that like kind of begs to be seen on the big screen oh for sure um, you know i'm gonna see it in imax this weekend so uh, yeah uh you know it, it it played well at home too uh but i think to really get the scope and stuff of the monsters fighting and, and everything you gotta see it on big screen so this is the first movie since tenet where i felt like i need to watch this in a movie theater Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess besides like Zack Snyder's Justice League, but that movie wasn't even made for a theater at this no. point. But no. um, like Ryan, The Last Dragon, we didn't review it, but we both saw it. I watched it at home. I didn't feel like I needed to see that at the theater. Um, Wonder Woman uh, 1984, that's a blockbuster that yeah. I watched at home, and I still didn't feel like I needed to see that at the theater. Yeah. Um. Yeah, same here. I saw both of those you mentioned in the theater, but uh, you know, mainly that's because I have a subscription service that I can see the movies for free. Um, so, yeah. I need my A-list back so bad. I, mm-hmm. I want to get it, but there's not enough movies out for me to invest, you know, the $20 service at yeah. AMC. 
I was looking at like the the release schedule and like late the summer it's starting to look encouraging. Hopefully, some of these movies will hold their dates and stuff because uh, you know, especially like October, for instance, is very exciting. So we'll We're have gonna to... like a banger every week in October, aren't we? Yeah, we have. Uh, for those that don't know, we got uh, Dune, um, No Time to Die, uh, Halloween Kills. Last Night in Soho and Antlers. Those are the five movies coming out during the five weekends of October. So, You know that No Time to Die is going to have to move away from Dune, right? That just, those seem too close together for me. It feels like there'd be a lot of overlap. Yeah, especially, uh, I doubt Dune is going to want to just leave IMAX theaters after a week. Right. So... But uh, even if you take no time to die out of the picture, that's still a really exciting looking weekend or uh, month, excuse me. For sure. So uh, to wrap up this spoiler free section, um, is this a movie? (laughs) (laughs) It's a movie, in my opinion. Um, It's not like a great movie, but it's a movie that if you if you want to see Godzilla and King Kong to giant beast fight one another um you get plenty of that um you know there's human characters but they don't um overtake um the story now if you really want um characters with a lot of depth or something you're not going to find that here um it's more this is you know this exists so people can see godzilla and king kong fight um and you get just enough human characters to kind of round out the story, but in uh, the plot. But um, what you're really here for is um, Godzilla and King Kong uh, duking it out, and you get plenty of that. Um, it's a visually um, dazzling movie, and uh, the effects are great. Um, sound design is really good, etc. Um, so if you um, want to see them fight and stuff, you're going to get plenty of that, and you won't be disappointed. Uh, you get your money's worth in that department. I agree with John. Um, this is an entertaining movie. As long as you know what you're getting yourself into, like it's yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. This is not gonna be, you know, like Inception or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're gonna enjoy it if you go in knowing we're just here to watch these two titans fight. There's nothing more more to it really. It's a dumb popcorn flick, but uh-huh. that's why we enjoy these monster movies. So yeah. If that's what you're into, it's definitely a movie. You're going to like it. If you want more substance, though, I would say it's not a movie. Uh, Don't bother. But if Mm. you're listening to this, you're going to watch it anyway. So you're going to enjoy it. Right. (laughs) Um, And also, if you can, I know we're still in the pandemic, but if you're comfortable going to a theater, skip HBO Max and go to your IMAX screen. Yeah. Because this film is worth it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to see an IMAX on there. Saturday or Sunday, I'm not sure which day yet, but I'm yeah. going. That that I think watching an IMAX will make me bump my score up like three points. <laughs> Just yeah. seeing it because like you watched it, you said you watched it on your laptop. Yeah, I watched it. I was able to uh, cast it to my Chromecast, oh, nice. and so I watched it on the 50 inch TV, which oh, wow. I'm sure is better than your laptop, but yeah. still not a movie theater. Right. And yeah, so it's like, I still movie. felt like I was missing something. You can't top a movie theater, and you especially can't top an IMAX theater, so. For sure.
Okay, guys, this is the end of our spoiler-free discussion. Again, go see Godzilla vs. Kong. It's on HBO Max for the next 31 days. Also, it's playing in your local theater if your theaters are open. Highly recommend checking it out if you can. We're about to start talking spoilers, so see you next time if you're leaving now. All right, let's get into it. John, mm-hmm. did you see Mecha Godzilla coming? Uh, I kind of... I don't know if I saw Mecha Godzilla necessarily, although I thought that was a strong possibility. I figured that um, Godzilla and Kong would have to fight someone at some point. Um, Because I didn't think it would just be like, oh, they fight and they make up, or they fight and one of them dies or something. Like, they're going to find some way to have them team up at some point towards the end of the film and take down some greater um threat and that being yeah. mecha godzilla um who obviously um you know is um you know tough to take down so they obviously needed two of them uh to uh get to uh, take him down but uh yeah my mecha godzilla especially um you know there have been theories after the first trailer um and stuff you know if maybe mecha godzilla was involved especially um at the opening uh part of the film where it just looks like the entire city is getting destroyed and people are like eh, i don't know if godzilla would do that um uh on his own you know he's more of a um he's not really there to destroy cities there to protect it basically yeah. um so uh you know there were theories that maybe there's some other monster involved and some people had thought maybe mecha godzilla would be yeah, and they were right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm cool with Mechagodzilla being in this movie. I think it's a good twist. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't... I This is where I was saying I was having issues with the character, uh, the portrayal of Godzilla. Uh-huh. So the whole idea is that Godzilla went rogue, right? He started destroying mm-hmm. all these places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we find out he's doing it because... I guess he feels threatened by Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe I just missed something. I, I don't know if I got lost in all the techno jargon they were spewing at us. But <laughs> it's just... All of this happened because uh, the character of Walter Simmons <laughs> decides uh-huh. to create Mechagodzilla because humanity should have their own monster just in case they turn against us. And mm-hmm. him creating Mechagodzilla made Godzilla angry enough to start destroying crap. (laughs) And this character of Walter Simmons is the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of um, portrayed as sort of a cartoony villain. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, he sort of, in a way, has a point. (laughs) I don't see how he's not the good guy of this story. Of course he has a point. And they kill him in a way that's like, like, uh, where he gets like a grand, um, death (laughs) that only a villain would get. All of this is because Godzilla's petty. Uh huh. (laughs) It has nothing to do with Kong. It Uh has nothing to do with all these other monsters like Mothra or Ghidorah. It's just they're they're making a robot of me and I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, really? Yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. You raise a good point, but uh, 
didn't bother me personally, but yeah, I mean, you raise a good point. It's it's not that it's bad, but it's just I don't see how Walter is the bad guy of the story because if anything, doesn't this prove that Godzilla and Kong one day could turn on us and we'd be defenseless? Well, I mean, maybe it's just the filmmakers proving that Godzilla has feelings. He's just <laughs> triggered. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, so that happens. And uh, you were talking about the girl who's friends with our monkey, Kong. Yes. How do you feel about the whole sign language aspect and him even learning sign language? I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I like that element. I thought it was... Uh added a lot of heart um mm-hmm. to the story and um you know it kind of goes to show you that really um that kong is a a gentle giant you just don't mess with him exactly yeah i thought it was i thought it was cute i thought it was a really good way also to just have kong communicate um mm-hmm. Because, of course, he's the more human of the two monsters. Because mm-hmm. gorillas are close to humans. But I appreciate that he can communicate. And, like, him having to roll his eyes and sigh because he has to go help Godzilla <laughs> fight the mecha, I thought was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. One thing I thought was weird, though, was uh, the, the human characters. So, mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown and uh, Brian Tyree Henry... Mm-hmm. are basically running around trying to prove that Godzilla is not the monster we think he is. And in all of that, they really accomplish nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown's character, in terms of the writing, hasn't been that strong in this series. Um, it's not really her fault, acting-wise, but um, she hasn't been giving given a whole lot to do here. Um, I did think... Uh, uh, was it Brian Tyree Henry? Um, is that his name? I thought he was pretty funny. Um, yeah, he was pretty hilarious. I think the entire cast is really strong when they finally have lines to work with. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember his um, his name, but the kid from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and uh, Deadpool 2. The yeah, other one Julian Dennison. Yes. Um, like, I like him as an actor. Um and I thought he was kind of entertaining in the movie, but like his character has no purpose really. <laughs> that they none of them really have a purpose, yeah. especially Millie Bobby Brown's crew. Like at least Rebecca yeah. Hall's team brings Kong. You know, at least they had some function. They mm-hmm. basically bring him to the fight. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown's squad is just re- uh, running around doing nothing. <laughs> like they reveal to us that Mechagodzilla is the the big bad in all of this, but they don't stop him. And it would have happened anyway, if they weren't there. <laughs> right. Um, the thing that I wondered is, did I miss something or, uh, why are like Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston's characters not in these films? Uh, it's because Kong Skull Island, isn't that set in the seventies? Oh, so they'd be a lot older now. They'd gotcha. be older or dead depending. Okay. <laughs> Which was always a never, weird choice to me. Yeah, because I wondered why they never brought them back. Because, I mean, they were in, involved in the uh, post credit scene of Kong Skull Island that kind of um, set up this film. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. that was always a weird choice because 
again, in my opinion, they're some of the better human characters in this series. Mm-hmm. And so having them come back, I think would have been cool. Even if it is like older versions of them played by different yeah. actors or whatever. Yeah. That element, I still think would have been a nice touch to kind of connect this whole series together. But, you know, yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, what did you um, what did you think of the fights themselves between Kong and Godzilla? Were they satisfying? So the fights were pretty cool. Um, I didn't expect this to be as one sided as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla kind of stomps him twice. Yeah, but then uh, Kong is able to take down Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, and yeah. so. The first fight on the on the water, I uh, thought was cool, but Kong's obviously at a disadvantage because we're on Godzilla's element. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was cool. I thought the fight um, worked. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird seeing Kong jump on all of these different like boats and stuff because mm-hmm. it feels like you should just snap him in half every time he lands. You would think. <laughs> but aside from letting that go, I think the fight, the first fight, was really well done. The second fight is the money shot, right? That's the one. Oh yeah. With all the neon lights and uh, Kong has Stormbreaker in his hand. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the fight in the Hong Kong. Yeah, that yeah. fight was great. Uh, again, though, I didn't expect Kong to take the beating he did. I figured since we were on land, it'd be a little more even, <laughs> and it it just wasn't. <laughs> um. Yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, Another uh, part that I wanted to ask what you thought of was um, that planet where, um, like, with the gravity and everything, where it's kind of altered. What did you think of that as an idea, I guess? Yeah, so we basically go to, like, Middle Earth. They call it Hollow Earth. Yeah. Um, That's strange, and I don't Uh, know how I feel about it. I like the idea of having, like, it's basically another Skull Island, right? I yeah. like that idea of that's Kong's domain. That's where he's king, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially. Mm-hmm. It's just weird how Godzilla's just able to like tunnel down there and mm-hmm. he just looks into the hole and he's just all like, you better come up here, monkey. Stop <laughs> <laughs> finished yet. <laughs> Which is hilarious, but also it's like, so we could just tunnel down there? Like, can he climb out? <laughs> I, uh... I like the idea. I just... I don't know. It's very strange and out there. I accept it, but yeah, <laughs> did not it's, see it coming. It's an interesting idea, but like I thought it'd been kind of cool if you had them fight there. That would have been like really almost like an Inception kind of fight. Exactly. Like the, that would have been. <laughs> that would have been sick, honestly. Because as much as I like the Hong Kong fight, yeah. uh, it's just a lot of people dying and a lot of buildings being destroyed and. That happens when some when creatures this big fight, but it's like putting them in Hollow Earth would have been really cool, uh-huh. especially with other monsters are down there. So like, what yeah. if uh, Kong reaches, grabs one of those pterodactyl creatures, and he starts swinging it like a weapon? <laughs> right. That I think would have been more creative of a fight, uh-huh. but you know, I'm cool with what we got. Yeah, I feel like there was some opportunities for a really cool uh, fight scene there, but um, you know, like I said, they could almost have done like a 
um, the Inception hallway fight, but with Godzilla and King Kong, that would have been pretty sick. It's <laughs> so ridiculous, but I love the idea of it. Yeah. Um, um, I. How, what are your thoughts on, like, basically getting rid of Skull Island? Like, God, they have Kong, like, in this bubble, essentially. Yeah, it's like containment center, basically. Yeah. Right. He's in a hex. We'll just call it that. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the hex. So, should should that have just been Hollow Earth? Shouldn't we just have all of those scenes set on Skull Island? Kind of feels redundant, because they kind of look similar anyway, aside from the whole gravity aspect. Yeah. That they didn't even use. Yeah, I feel like uh, you could have had a lot more Skull Island in this. Um, but... Uh... Yeah, I was really thrown off because that's where I thought he was at first. But then he throws the uh, whatever the thing he threw at the beginning of the movie, and you saw the um, the wall burst, and I was like, "Wait, hold on, what?" <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I would like to have seen a little more um, Skull Island here. Or if you're going to do that, then have, if not that, do um, you know have it be Hollow Earth more than anything else? But alas. Um, but yeah, it was kind of strange how they just kind of forgot all about Skull Island. They're like, yeah, we're moving on from that. <laughs> Which is the best location in the series, you know, aside yeah. from Hollow Earth, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, that's interesting of a choice. Um, yeah. So they kind of portrayed Kong as the hero of the story and Godzilla kind of as the villain, but not really. Um with yeah, them it. using Kong like that, do you think he should have lost two times in a row? <laughs> no, I would have thought that maybe it would be uh, maybe one, each one of them would win one round, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel like personally, like Godzilla would absolutely whoop King Kong's ass. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I get it. He, Kong, is he can be crafty and he can he can figure out ways to hold his own but like i mean let's let's be honest godzilla was bigger and stronger and <laughs> lasers yeah exactly can kong do that no i would have thought kratos's axe would have given kong a bigger advantage than it did. <laughs> kratos axe <laughs> but he uses it on the on mecha godzilla that's another thing that's just a little strange to me uh-huh. Um, Mecha Godzilla is beating the crap out of Godzilla, uh-huh. but Kong kind of dismantles it pretty easily. And I don't know, I just don't understand how Godzilla can beat the snot out of Kong, but yeah. he can't put up a fight against the Mecha Godzilla. But Kong yeah. can. It's just I weird. guess they're like, okay, Godzilla's going to beat Kong, but like we need to show that God, uh, King Kong or Kong is still like powerful and stuff. So and we need to have some kind of excuse to have the two of them work together. So to make Kong not look useless, he's going to be the one to take down Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Which can work. It's kind of like uh, Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. where. Batman has no business beating Superman, but right. we kind of want him to anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I would have thought that we did that with Kong in this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead, it's like, no, he loses. But he, no. Bat, what if Batman beat Doomsday? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. 
it's not that big a deal. I I like the aspect of him being able to take down Mechagodzilla, uh-huh. but I feel like we should have like maybe injured Godzilla or like maybe Kong injures Godzilla during their fight so he's weaker and he can't put up as good of a fight as he would have, mm-hmm. just to excuse why he's not effective against the Mech. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. Um. So you were t- we were talking about how Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston aren't in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, what are your thoughts on Rebecca Hall and uh, Alexander Skarsgård? They're like our main human leads in this film. Yeah, I liked the characters, but I didn't know much about them. <laughs> this is their first appearance in this universe, right? Yeah. Um, like, I like their characters, and I thought the actors had some charisma, but... Um, you know, again, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, who are you exactly again? <laughs> Wait a minute, who are you? <laughs> I I agree. It's it's another thing. It's like Millie Bobby Brown's character. They're here, and for no reason but to talk, essentially, because the two characters can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like their plan is to take Kong. I guess away, so he's not fighting Godzilla. Only yeah. for them to and fight Godzilla, <laughs> right? And it's like, okay, sure. sure. Um, sure aside yeah. from that, you guys had no function in the story, which I'm yeah. used to by now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I like their characters. Like they were likable, like people. But like, yeah, like I said, I didn't really know much about like their backstory or the story or or anything like that. It's just like, okay, they're they're good people, so I guess we're supposed to like them for that reason. <laughs> we don't want anybody to die, I guess, in the monsterverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um also Kyle Chandler came back, I guess, for a cameo. He wasn't really in it that much. Yeah, he had a lot bigger role in King of the Monsters here. He's just here just to remind them, remind everybody that his character is still alive. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> yeah, the human aspect isn't great, but we didn't expect it to. I kind of wish, I don't know, I, it's called Godzilla vs. Kong, but I just kind of wish we had a few more monsters besides those two. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for Kong's sake. I would have liked to see him have one or two more fights just to show his dominance. Yeah. Because he does get handled by Godzilla, so it's like kind of need that little reminder of he's a beast too. Yeah. Um, I did remember what I was going to say. Um, it's kind of going off track a tiny bit, but uh, was it just me or did the uh, the Mecha Godzilla uh, stuff with the, the humans controlling him remind you a lot of Pacific Rim? <laughs> Yes, it reminded me of Pacific Rim, and it reminded me of uh, Cerebro in the X-Men movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, I'm getting serious Pacific uh, Pacific Rim vibes right now. That has to be the next evolution for this universe, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Godzilla didn't need the uh, humans alive to whoop some butt. In fact, they were kind of a... Um, a detriment to him. So <laughs> that's a, I guess that's another thing about us not focusing too much on the human characters. Uh-huh. We never see them build Mechagodzilla, and it just uh-huh. like instantly malfunctions as soon as it's introduced. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, 
okay. <laughs> That's the thing that happened, I guess. We're fighting this thing now. Yeah. Surprise. Feels like we could have spent another ten minutes on that. This is a short movie, by the way. Like, it's under yeah. two hours. That's it's including hour fifty-three. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's including like a good twelve minutes of credits. Yeah. By the way, there is not an after credit scene. I sat through through them, and in the off chance that there was going to be one, that there's not. I think like every movie in the series had one, right? I think. Uh, I don't remember. I, I obviously I know uh, Kong Skull Island did. Um, can't remember if the other ones did or not. One, one okay. thing, King of the Monsters might have something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it didn't really bother me, um, I, personally. It's not that it didn't have the post credit scene. I, I didn't feel much of a tease for a sequel. No. Kind of felt very self-contained. So, <laughs> I guess yeah. instead of the post credit scene, what are your thoughts on that whole idea? I would have thought there would have been something. Yeah, where well, they might tease like some other monster that's gonna be coming or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, they definitely didn't do anything of that sort. They kind of uh, put a nice little bow on this particular story. Um, but I mean, if this movie's gonna do really well as it looks like it's going to, then they're gonna make another one. Yeah, for sure. It's just I I guess I'm just not used to franchise movies not teasing sequels, and yeah. it's just like, wait, this just ended. Especially coming off of Justice League. It's like, oh, we're teasing a Batman movie, and we're teasing a Justice League sequel, and we're teasing a Flash movie, and it's just like, this one just ended. It's like, huh, it's kind of nice, but kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Marvel certainly uh, started that whole thing that kind of feels, at this point, that's strange when the big tentpole release doesn't have something in the credits. <laughs> Yeah, only Nolan does stuff like that, so it's weird when it's done by somebody not named Christopher Nolan. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. wait, that was an organic reference. Dang it. Wow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I just talked about Inception earlier. didn't even name drop Christopher Nolan. So, see, so yeah, I have some... I, I, I can hold back sometimes. We're getting way too smooth at these Nolan references. It's <laughs> kind of disturbing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't have much more to say on this movie. I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, big, dumb monster movies. <laughs> That's a genre of its own, and I quite enjoy it. Yeah. It's uh, it's not going to be at next year's Oscars for Best Picture, but um, it's a very enjoyable movie to just throw popcorn in your face and, and just enjoy um, being entertained for two hours. That's uh, all this movie um exists for and it knows exactly what it is and it delivers what it promises. And it's a movie that's rewatchable. I think yeah. that's that's the biggest draw to these type of films. Like, yeah, they're kind of basic in story and stuff like that, but it's like if you're having a good time and mm -hmm. you want to rewatch it, go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a problem I have with like as much as I love Avengers Endgame or even Zack Snyder's Justice League, those aren't films I'm going to go to rewatch right away. No. Uh, because they're dense and long. And <laughs> yeah, like I want to rewatch Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I'm thinking like, and I know there's like the six different parts, but I'm like, man, that's four hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I, I can't sit through that again. Probably not this year, maybe next year. <laughs> but it's like, I have to get my mind in the right place yeah. to watch that movie. Same with Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is my favorite trilogy. 
but mm-hmm. I will only watch it like every two years or so because I'm not going to want to just watch one. I'm going to want to watch all of them. And mm-hmm. that's a good nine and a half hour commitment. <laughs> Are you talking about the theatrical editions or the extended editions? I'm talking about either one. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I haven't even finished the extended editions because they're that long. <laughs> yeah. I Well, I, this previous year uh, during quarantine, I finally watched all three of them. And I just watched the theatrical, but um, I definitely want to get to the extended editions at some point. But, I mean, it's going to be like, it's going to be difficult. They're extremely long, and the theatrical editions as is are like three hours. So That's that's like a Christmas vacation thing I would have to tackle when I have like four or five days off. Yeah. I could just burn through them that way. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is a, a rewatchable film, one that I wouldn't mind turning on you know, every few months or so if I'm bored, just to watch the giant Godzilla versus the giant King Kong duke it out. Two mm-hmm. thick boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we said, it is a movie. Highly recommend you guys check it out. John, did you have any other thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I pretty much said my piece. This is our first episode, and I think ten where we are under an hour. <laughs> hey, 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 we did good. We did good. Short, sweet, to the point, just like this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> John, are you back online yet? I know you were off last time. We did the whole... Uh, we'll find yeah, you. sort of am. <laughs> um, I'm not as active as I had been at one point, but... I am back online. Um, my Twitter is the same, JohnMath95. Uh, my letterbox is now JohnMath95, as is my Instagram. Um, you can find me um, on YouTube if you search uh, John Matthews, uh, one team, my last name. And, um, and you can find my website, uh, JohnMath95.com. Uh, i got some exciting stuff coming later this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to you guys um sharing all that stuff i've got uh that i'm working on with you guys um but in the meantime yeah if you want to check me out on one of the social networks uh that'd be dope sauce <laughs> sweet and as always guys you can find me on twitter at novice cinephile on instagram at the novice cinephile also on youtube uh again novice cinephile <laughs> um, on youtube i just posted a video uh the top 10 battles in my hero academia the new season starts this saturday uh technically the first episode aired already but it's kind of a recap clip show so nobody really cares um season yeah go ahead so i was wondering um you know i'm I'm asking on behalf of some folks i'm sure tuning in uh so i'm asking on their behalf do you have only (laughs) fans No. <laughs> I don't either. So that clears clears that. The guys, stop asking. Jesus Christ. Maybe someday. No. But, <laughs> um, again, though, YouTube, Novice Cinephile. Last video was about My Hero Academia. If you're interested in My Hero Academia, I am going to be on uh, our friend Leo Rydell's live stream, Geekly Goods. We're going to be discussing My Hero Academia on Sunday afternoon. So keep an eye out. Again, that's going to be youtube.com slash geeklygoods. 
if that stream has already happened, go back and watch it. We're talking anime, we're talking the manga, bunch of weeb crap going on with My Hero right now. It's a good time. You're spending my birthday talking about weeb crap. Shake my head. <laughs> you see, John, if we weren't in a pandemic, we could have went out for your birthday and watched Godzilla vs. Kong again, but... <laughs> mm. Here we uh, are, not being able to travel through the state of Illinois still. <laughs> I was going to say, I could go, but it wouldn't be with you. Yeah. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, guys, uh, check out WebamEntertainment.com. Follow them on Twitter at WebamENT. Uh, they have tons of great stuff there. They also have a newsletter. So if you miss anything from anywhere, they will send it to you. Like, no cap. Not just our stuff. They will get, like, the last uh, newsletter, we had some videos from Nando V Movies and all these other places uh, that our friend Landon decided, this is stuff that you're interested in. I'm going to send it to you right in your inbox. Highly recommend it. Great stuff. Absolutely. Totally and worth it. Totally worth it. And I know we've been talking about our socials for a long time now. You can follow the podcast at Mike John underscore movies on Twitter. And on Instagram and Facebook at Mike and John at the Movies. As always, thanks so much for listening. We will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.